Now unto God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning. It's good to be with you, and I hope this finds all of you well. Our gospel reading for this morning is about Jesus calling some of his disciples. Being called by God to discipleship, receiving a calling, isn't always the most comfortable subject for some of us. There's a tendency to think of being called by God as something reserved for those whom God is leading to particular kinds of work, occupations, or ministries, as something that happens to those who are pursuing ordination, for example, but certainly not to everyone. My friend and the archdeacon of this diocese, Brenda Gilbert, recalls sitting in the choir years before she began the process toward ordination, watching the deacon set the table for Eucharist. She said she heard a voice say, that will be you someday. She recalls that she looked around to her left and her right and said, who, me? She said in that moment, she decided the Holy Spirit's aim was off that day. The message must have been meant for someone else sitting around her, and it was delivered to her by accident, only to later in her life discern a call to the diaconate. That's how it's generally thought of, a specific call to a particular ministry or to ordination, but not something all experience. And when it is experienced, it's dismissed. Who, me? I couldn't possibly be called by God. We can forget that God calls all of us, or we reject the idea altogether because it's too scary for us to consider. But we are all called to follow Jesus and to be his disciples. It can be more comfortable to refer to ourselves, to consider ourselves believers in Jesus rather than followers of Jesus. We are both, of course, but following requires action and change and growth and risk, things that might get messy or difficult if we choose to follow. But following is what we're to do. Our catechism says that the mission of the church is to restore all people to unity with God and each other in Christ, and that the church carries out its mission through the ministry of all its members. We are all ministers of the church, not just those of us in collars. Our former bishop, Porter Taylor, used to say that when we confirm people, we should hand out hard hats and safety equipment. Because as followers of Jesus, they're in for a bumpy ride. Bumpy ride or not, something brought you here. Something attracted you, pulled you, dare I say it, called you. To be a part of this community, to be a follower of Jesus. Think about that for a minute. Why are you here? When did you first hear, first feel, first sense a call to follow Jesus? Did you grow up in church? Has following Jesus been a part of your life since you were a child, not able to remember a time when you weren't a follower? Did you have a profound experience of God that pulled you up short and you looked for a place to help you make sense of what happened in your life? 
and of what to do from there? Did you finally give in and stop avoiding the tug of God on your heart, on your mind, on your soul? In our gospel reading, Jesus found Philip and called him to follow. Then Philip goes to Nathanael and says, We have found him of whom Moses and the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth. But Nathanael is having none of it, not when he hears that Jesus is from Nazareth. Can anything good come out of Nazareth, he quips. What was wrong with Nazareth to prompt this comment from Nathanael? There's no way to know, of course, what exactly Nathanael meant. But Nazareth was a very small village, estimated by archaeologists to have been between 100 and 150 people. A tiny, rural, nowhere place that seems an unlikely hometown for the Messiah. But Philip isn't deterred. He doesn't turn away. He's not dejected by Nathaniel's comment. He says instead, come and see. Come and see. Come and experience. Come listen. Come be a part. Come decide for yourself. How are we doing at issuing an invitation to those in our community to come and see? Folks worry a great deal about the church dying, about the loss of numbers, and lament greatly about what to do, often thinking it's the responsibility of the rector to get new members in. But it isn't just on Caroline, not by a long shot. Most people don't start visiting a church because of the rector or the beauty of the building or where it's located in the community. Most come because someone invites them and they stay because of what they see lived out by that community. So are there people in your life, your neighborhood, your workplace that you could ask to join us here at Redeemer? I know it might sound odd to talk about inviting people to come to church right now, but why not? We have people joining us for services now online that aren't members of Redeemer. People can see what our services are like, and then when we can be in person again, they can join us. I asked you a moment ago to think about why you are here. Can you share with those around you those reasons? Along with your invitation to come and worship with us, can you share with those you invite what drew you to follow Jesus? What difference being a follower has made in your life? What brought you here? Perhaps you can share the ways in which you have found Jesus in this place. Through feeding and caring for the hungry, by walking with those who are sick or dying, by friending those who are lonely or despondent or grieving, by loving and listening and praying and laughing and crying. All the ways this community lives out what we say we believe as followers of Jesus. So be like Philip and share your experience with your family, your friends, your neighbors. Don't be taken aback if you encounter someone who has been hurt or is bitter someone who isn't too sure what good can come from being a Christian, from following Jesus, 
from going to church. Just keep sharing and just keep inviting them to come and see. To quote the poet Rumi, Come, come whoever you are, wanderer, worshiper, lover of leaving. It doesn't matter. Ours is not a caravan of despair. Come, even if you have broken your vows a hundred times. Come, come again. Come. Amen.